Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. Uh, today, uh, it's 421. Sorry, it's an early morning for me. I'm not on my normal schedule. Uh, uh, joined by co-host Morg. How you doing? Oh boy, have I got a story for you. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, we actually had a break-in and uh, somebody uh, was rummaging through our stuff. What? Guess, guess what they took. You will not believe what they took. Just take a wild guess. Your TV. No. Just your TV. No. Okay. Because that's happened to my friend before. Just oh. his TV. That's yeah. it. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. No, I'll tell you what they took. They they drank a quarter bottle of scotch and they took a carton of eggs and left. Yeah, it's it's Canada for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we were like, oh, did they take any of our silver? No. Uh, did they take any of our jewelry? No. Did they take any cash? No. Uh, what's missing? Well, uh, there's a quarter bottle of scotch that they drank, and uh, yeah, we're missing a carton of eggs. Um, and they just, yeah, uh, they just left the, just... the door wide open. Uh, yeah, they were, uh, yeah, Oof. I guess we'll just have to put a lock on next time. Um, I'm yeah, pretty sure it's... that's the essentials, what? right? Isn't that just yeah, the essentials? Yeah. The essential things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were like, oh, yeah, you know what, we're just short on a, a dozen eggs, you know, maybe we'll just take those and we'll just be on our way, they don't have anything. I just imagined that they were just cooking themselves breakfast and then just, you know, had had a little drink to go along with it and then just sort of moseyed out eventually. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they just sort of thought, oh, no, we, we need to go shopping, we've like totally forgotten, uh, where's the nearest house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This they looks like probably a, have eggs. Yeah, this looks like a co-op we can uh, visit. Yep, yep. Okay, let's go on in. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about you, but that's not uh, it's not got a sign. Do you think it's open right now? Yeah, we'll just break in, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um and also joining us today, if you haven't heard, is uh lovely Wolfie Mellon, uh who does our theme. Yes. Howdy. Hello, it's very nice to join you guys again. It feels like a very long time since I last was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i can't i can't recall if it it, it might have been a year i i, I don't um, think it's yeah i think it might have been maybe last year i don't remember yeah well it was definitely inside of 2019 I yeah i think so um mm-hmm. uh, I, you know i don't know it, you know the last one that i remember really well that you were on um because you've been on a couple times, but I mean, it's also my favorite episode is when you were on here with uh, Robbie. Oh man, so Elkite, as some yes. people know him. That, that was, was so fun. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do have fond memories of. Uh, I, I swear we got into like an argument or something, or it was a very heated like yes. debate about something. Yeah, uh, it was over uh, Empire Earth, I think, or uh, one of those RTS games because he couldn't. He couldn't find your oh, last uh, villager Age of set Empires. on a boat. Age of Empires, that was yes. what it was. Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> he called you a potty mouth and you got really offended by that. <laughs> it was just it was so good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Do not get competitive whatsoever. Moving swiftly on. Oh man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we were talking a little bit about Alatrion before or Alatrion or however however we choose to mispronounce the name today. Um uh it's actually kind of a, a, a really fun fight. We, you know, on the show we've talked about it. I obviously was more negative than Morg here, but you know, 
Well, I'm, we don't need to get into the, well, I pronounce, that part of it. I pronounce the name Aclaptrion because um, if you're not fully prepared for, you know, how the fight's going to go, um, he's going to uh, lie you on his lap and give you a thorough spanking. But um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. a new one for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go. And then there, there's Aclaptrion. Okay, yep, yep. And then yeah. you come out. Oh, I'm Look, so sore. <laughs> That'll teach you. The little the little MR24 dude. Yeah. Oh like, God. Huh, I could do it. Yeah, the, the thing that is like harder <laughs> I can face than face anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one the one monster that's harder than a Ruiner or Gigante that you have to get to like MR100 in order to be able to beat. And oh, good gravy. Yeah, that's so funny. And then it gets into Eschaton Judgment, and it's like. Uh, it's that meme from uh, The Simpsons. I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst thing is is uh, maybe for people that haven't really like done any kind of background checks about the hu- the hunt, and then they get to the Eschaton Judgment. It's like, oh my god, what do I do? Like, do I keep attacking him, or is like you know the and the, the who's at the field team? He was like, get your healing items ready, and you're like, oh god. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't want to mentally prepare myself for what's happening. And then you just kind of die. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> I healed. Yeah. But, uh, was... And then I think the worst, you know, the worst thing that really frustrates me about that is when you, you, you obviously know that you're about to die if you fought mm-hmm. him before. And then yeah. you cart and you go back to the camp. And then he's like, you need to use elemental weapons. Like, I know that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've heard that message like 20 times. I'm like, look, man, oh, I'm trying. Man. I am using elemental weapons. I'm just not doing it very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Morg, if you remember, my brother was, was very annoyed with the, the, the NPCs doing that as well. Oh, he was like, he was like, yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> shut up. He's like, at least the event quest won't have them talking because we finally got to the event quest. No, the event quest has them talking too. Oh, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, man, I know that uh, I suck really badly, but I'm really trying. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh my god. I'm sorry. I may be the Sapphire Star, but this one's a little too. <laughs> I think the Sapphire Star needs a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of shining. <laughs> Yep. Uh, no more backseat so, gaming. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Morgan and I have all already talked about this on the show, but I'm curious, uh, Wolfie, what do you think the um, fan favorite, which they're sort of running out of the terms, to, the time to use fan favorite that we're getting in uh, fall, as they say? Uh, yeah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, I, I've been like super excited trying to think uh, about what they're the new returning monsters. I mean, I kind of, I know what I would like. I would really like Gormagala. However, I don't know how Gormagala would work because of everything else that he brings along with it, like the frenzy and all that stuff. He would be super cool. Um, other fan favorites. I mean, they could do what they did with Generations. Yeah. Just sort of keep it to him alone. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they, they totally could. And obviously if they bring him, then they would have to bring shigaru magala as well which would be really cool um yeah only other like i think they might bring fatalis that wouldn't surprise me at all mm-hmm. if they bought yeah fatalis, that's but, that's my um, legit guess is fatalis yeah i really want seregius as well <laughs> i 
really like Syracuse. <laughs> I like Steve. Oh, good old Steve. Steve. Mm-hmm. We all love Steve. Steve. Yeah, but I think you Fatalis know, I, might just... be. Uh, I think that might be like realistic. Maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good choice. You know, I'm just gonna put this out there. I think Steve's a bit of a jerk. <laughs> Just, we'll leave that poor Rathian alone. Well, he is an intruder monster, isn't he? Like, like, yeah, yeah. So. he's a. Uh, I know, but like, poor Rathian. Every <laughs> single time, like, even, even when they had that tenth anniversary like size comparison video, I just rewatched that recently. Um, they're like, hey, here's the monsters as we're slowly scrolling across. They did it for the uh, fourth generation monsters. Yeah. Um, and then it's like. Oh yeah, we're just scrolling across. And uh, here's a sleeping Rathian. Oh wait, here comes Steve. The like the big jerk he is. Wake up, Rathian. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rathalos comes in and fights off Seregius, and you're like, oh cool. You know, it's a, it's a nice little animation, but it's like every time Rathian's asleep, here comes Steve. Yeah, but Rathian gets you know, bullied like, by by Glavinus as well. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No turf war well, between she holds... those two, though. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's that's weird. Just a cool cutscene. We noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like here's the cutscene. No turf war. What? Why? <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, pretty similar thoughts. You know, gore, fatalis, that kind of stuff. Although Steve is is something Morg mentioned. Um, well, are, are they going to throw a surprise monster like they did with Frostfang? Yeah, just, maybe. Just, just a very big Yan Kutku. And lots of conchies. That that would be... Because they got Yangaruga, That would be a... Um, Imagine if they did, like, what they did in... I think it was Freedom Unite, where they had a... um, It was a G-rank mission where you had to fight a Yankuku, but you had to do it nude. So you you couldn't wear any armor, and you couldn't have, I think, a talisman or anything like that. You just had to go in with just a weapon... And it was mm-hmm. arguably probably one of the hardest fights just because of how, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, how sudden Tough? his attacks were, like his okay. charge. Like, it, it would okay. be absolutely insane. I can imagine that being an MR100 mission, j- just by... <laughs> <laughs> Naked Kaku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It is It is a frustrating mission, but really, really fun. Um, oh, and Fortuan. Um, speaking of... Uh, of uh, mean or just straight up rude intruder monsters. I mean, whenever you're going on a hunt and then all of a sudden you hear the sirens and the and then you know, oh god, no, where where is the kamikaze plane with the bombs? Where is it? You know, like, and then all of a sudden it just comes diving at you, blows up into you, and you're like, no. I mean, like that's a pretty jerk move, and. I mean, there's also Bonbro, which is an intruder monster. Just all of a sudden, just you come in, and you're like, "Oh no, it's Bullwinkle!" And then he comes in, and you're like, "You are the worst intruder monster! All you do is just charge into people and just interrupt our attacks with roars." And you'll be like, "In a word, you said it." And you'll be like, "That's three words." And you'll be like, "I'm a heavy tipper." Oh, just come in with dry jokes. Oh, good grief! I, I missed. I missed what monster Bullwinkle is. What? Just, oh, you're Bullwinkle just the moose. Bullwinkle. You know, Bonbro. You know. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait. No. Yeah, but Bambro ah. just comes in and screams all the time, and and then yeah, yeah. and then he just and then you just out of nowhere there'll just be either a log or a rock or a boulder in your face, and you'll just be like, really? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Like, he's, 
I I missed I missed the Bonbro to Bullwinkle linkage. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! You you've never seen Rocky and Bullwinkle, have you? No, I know what Ro- I've seen. Oh, I've yeah, heard I've of Rocky I've heard of Rocky and Bullwinkle, but uh, I don't think that's really something we get here in England. <laughs> oh, it's a cartoon, I, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it, it's, a it's, gra- it's Canadian. Oh, it's a lovely '70s cartoon. Oh man, it, it, it's pretty darn good. If you guys like dry humor, oh my goodness, you, you won't get enough of it. Although some of them yeah, are pretty it, stupid, some of them are stupid jokes, but they're pretty darn funny to me. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty classic even here, mm-hmm. even though it's I, I do believe it is actually Canadian. I, I don't I don't know. We don't get a lot of Canadian media. We get a lot of your actors and singers, though. Yes, you do. Yeah, uh, like Jim Carrey, think, Leslie think... Nielsen. Um... Oh, what's a couple of them? Mike Myers. And if if Morg would ever work with me on it, we're still trying to do that parody oh, of Avril Lavigne's yeah. song. Well I, <laughs> well, I did. Well, I did do that Christmas special. Uh, it's uh, it's the most wonderful uh, time of the year. But that was yeah. that was for the uh, Iceborne um, uh, Iceborne expansion before it even came out. This was like during the time when we were just getting nothing but teasers about all the stuff that they were going to bring to the game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that actually took off surprisingly well when I was using my uh, when I was still on YouTube. And oh, by the way, uh, Wolfie, thank you for letting me use uh, all your uh, content for uh, for my channel. I really appreciated that. Uh, Wolfie, <laughs> Wolfie, uh, uh, are you? Are you Might have lost. Oh no! Darn it! The, uh, the English connection. Oh, no. Wolfie, don't leave us. <laughs> there you yeah, are. Oh, thank goodness. Sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I seem to disconnect. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> it just, like, oh, randomly no, 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 disconnects no, 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 and okay. I couldn't hear anything anymore. Internet. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Wolfie, uh, thank you for letting me use, uh, use some of your content in, uh, in my, uh, YouTube, uh, videos. I really appreciated you, uh, uh, letting me have that, uh, have permission to do that. that I really appreciate it. Yeah, that. that's no worries at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was lots of fun. <laughs> yeah. I liked your stuff, Morg. Oh, oh, thank you. Sorry, Blinky. She just, like, freaked out for no reason. All right. Sorry. My dog. She likes to sit behind me while I'm recording. Mm-hmm. Like, literally sitting on my back, between my back and the chair. She's just... She's weird like that. Uh, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, what we were going going to do, Wolfie... Uh, so look out for this in the future, because it will happen, Morg. I will I will drag you kicking and th- screaming through this parody. Hey, hey, <laughs> you, you. I don't think you Hey, hey, So... The uh, Avril Lavigne song, I Don't Like Your Boyfriend, we're going to retool for Monster Hunter to be I Don't Like Your Armor. Oh, man. That sounds that sounds fun. <laughs> and you're going to hear two mediocre singers. Hey, hey, do it you, over you, you should be running that cover. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, it's totally no. going to happen. No, no, no. Uh, not, not meta. No. I, <laughs> what? I reject what? that lyric. Oh, yeah. We don't want it to I, be too controversial. I see what you mean. No, 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 no. I don't like the meta. You know that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the meta in anything. <laughs> hey, we could actually add that into the lyrics. I don't like the meta. Yeah. Maybe. We'll get there. 
I have to do a lot more rewriting. I had actually done it, and I actually posted it on Facebook, like, years ago. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should actually record this. Um, but I haven't got that far yet. Oh, it'll definitely happen. Um, Alright, um, so, uh, other, other games, have you got into anything, Wolfie? Um, I know that you don't have a lot of free time with your, uh, time in Germany, but what else have you been getting into? Um, I mean, a few months ago, I got into playing, uh, that, uh, a vampire game, I think it's just called Vampire or Vampire. Um, I got into mm-hmm. playing that and really enjoyed that. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to the Destroy All Humans remake, which is coming out in a couple of days' time. Uh, I mm. I played it so much as a child. I loved the game. It's so fun. And I played the, the, the demo uh, not that long ago. And the, the remake looks great. Uh, it, it looks really, really good. Um, it, it's so funny it's those- when you like look back and you think oh man this looked really realistic uh, when i was younger and then i look at the comparison um, comparison videos and i'm like oh that looks a lot better <laughs> oh that sounds cool yeah it looks great yeah you're just you're just smiling over there because you're interrupting me huh you're just smiling <laughs> my little daughter <laughs> hello small human child how are you today I will be back. She has to go potty. So I have to go take her potty. Okay. I'll be right back. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, I can't get enough of that tiny little voice. It's hilarious. <laughs> Just a little tiny voice in the background. <laughs> Daddy, give me attention. All right, all right, all right. I'll be right there. Just give me a second. <laughs> oh, good gravy. My goodness, destroy all humans. It's been a while since I've actually seen this game in action. And have you, ooh. have you, did you know about the remake that's going on? No, I hadn't. It, it, it's almost, uh, like, uh, oh my when goodness. I, oh, well, it, it's really funny that there are all these games that are getting remakes. Like, um, I remembered playing, um, have you ever heard of, uh, I believe it was Secrets of Mana 2? I think it was. I've heard of it, but uh, not played mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was on the Super Nintendo, and I, uh, I was in. Um, I believe it was a. Uh, it was a Twitch stream um, with a friend of mine, uh, Stormy Rye. She's she's a nice lady, um, and she was playing a game, and I and I was in her chat going, "Man, I would love to see um, uh, what was it? Uh, Secrets of Mana Two or Seiken Densetsu, as the Japanese one was called, uh, Number Three. You know, getting a remake or like you know for it to be on Switch or whatever." And she says, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's happening." And I was like, "What? Really?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll even show you the link to the video or whatever." And I was watching, and I was like, "Oh my God, they're making this!" This is unbelievable. Like, I thought that this game was being slept on. And she was like, no, no, no. People loved this game. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is this is a fantastic year. And most people would think, well, 2020, are you, are you sure this is a good year? And I'm like, it's not. Well, I mean, it could be worse. And it could be worse. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, they they have they are doing like or have done an amazing job on that Destroyer Humans remake. Like they've completely remade it from the ground up, and they've mm-hmm. also added in like extra dialogue and some like extra. They've they've made things like make more sense. Like they were when there was like certain dialogue or like with the cutscenes and stuff that they've totally remade them so that certain like missions make a bit more sense now with what you're doing. And they've it's it's not like it's not like they've just kept everything the same, which I think is really cool. Um, oh. and they've bought in stuff from like the second game. So like where the saucer could move up and down, you can do that now, oh, like in the second that... game. Uh, it's like, oh. it's so good. They've done such a good job on it. I, I can't wait. I think it comes out on the 28th. So literally in like <gasps> two days time. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I know. I was, I was so excited. I'm like, oh yeah, I love that game. <laughs> oh, I, I, I vaguely remember, like, uh, small pieces of it, and I can't remember, was this ever on, I think this might have been on, what was it, PlayStation It was on 2? PlayStation 2, yep. <gasps> um, okay. But it, it's what's really cool as well is that they're not charging, like, full price. It's like, I, I, I don't know, I mean, for me, I think it was, like, £28 or something. It's, it's not a full oh, price game wow. either, which is, like, insane. Oh, my goodness. They've done such a good job with it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's know, actually man. really cheap. <laughs> now, oh, uh, like I, I, I vaguely remember there being, um, now, uh, excuse my language, um, anal probes? I, I'm yes. not quite, oh my God, I knew it. Well, this was back and in the day And it would make when... people's like head explode if you. Oh. With it. <laughs> yes. Oh. I, I only vaguely remember this because this was a feature that my cousin just absolutely loved because, I mean, well, actually, you know what? He still loves butt and fart jokes, even to this day. He he, he, he is such a child, but I love him. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember he was like, oh, my gosh, they have anal probes. And I was like, oh, no, is that actually a weapon? And he says, yeah, it's hilarious. Here, l- let me show you. And I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, God. I just always loved how I loved how the game was just like a complete like a parody and stuff of like the 50s uh, in, in like the style, but also like a parody of like B movies. Um, oh, yeah. I always really I always really loved that. And I think that, you know, when I play through it again, there'll probably be a lot of stuff that I won't remember, especially some of the jokes just from mm-hmm. like the age I was when I played it. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see like like the big city, like capital city, like remade on you oh, know, yes. and it's gonna look amazing. And like the yeah. destruction and stuff's really cool as well. Like when you're in the saucer and things like that. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's awesome. Oh yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this. And this was a game that this is a game that I actually haven't really looked at for for the longest while because I didn't actually expect this to be coming out. But yeah, this. Oh my goodness. This is definitely something to be looking forward to for sure because, oh man, this this is gonna this is gonna wet the palate as far as uh, nostalgia goes for a lot of people and yeah, definitely oh, yeah. Oh, if if only they would remake um, Freelancer, but unfortunately that that game's been uh, long since abandoned. Unfortunately, uh, Microsoft why? But oh well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gonna be quite great. Oh, please, Fortuan, come back. Come back. <laughs> you are the main host. You are the one who is the guide for us. You know, show us the way, please. Oh, glorious Messiah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, I guess, you know, I-, I-, I can take the reins here, I guess. Um, 
So um, I'm actually yeah I'm actually really curious about um, the uh, the creative process for uh, your covers actually. Um, so I guess this is probably something that maybe the listeners might be interested in. But um, when you're coming up with a cover, um, what are some of the first things that you think about when uh, when you're thinking about your next piece? Like um, uh, in particular, like what what song you're going to cover next? Um, uh, what direction that you, um, uh, would usually take with a, uh, um, a piece that you do, um, exactly, like, um, as far as, like, uh, what your choice, choices would be as to, like, what kind of song you would choose or, you know, um, uh, what, what kind of atmosphere or angle that you, um, usually go for when you want to tackle a song. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, actually. Uh, I, I do, I get that a lot. I get, uh, people asking me on my like the comments like oh can you do a tutorial and I always think well I don't really know what I can do a tutorial of because Mm -hmm. I think it's more something that I can kind of explain how I do it rather than show it because I don't think Mm -hmm. I could really show very much because yeah I mean uh so let's say for example uh when I was doing the uh, other trayon theme uh normally what Mm -hmm. I'll do I mean it I guess I usually go by like, you know, I, I ask people and people give me ideas for what themes I want to do. And, you know, when mm-hmm. I've, if, if I've listened to it before, I'll sort of think, okay, how do I, how do I think this will work on piano? Does it have like a really, like a recognizable theme? Like, for example, something like the, the, the Rajang theme is mostly yeah. like percussion, but yes. so like there's there's certain bits that's just like percussion or for example like the Yangaruga theme the Yangaruga theme yeah. is really like chromatic and weird sounding and i've attempted yeah. it on the piano before and i just sort of think this it doesn't really it doesn't quite work on piano or like mm-hmm. yeah like bits of it do but when it's like percussion i can't really do a percussion sound because it's not got a note i can't really do yeah. that on the piano um so yeah, I have to think very carefully. Uh, whereas certain things like village kind of themes, like Celiana mm-hmm. or Astera, always work really well because they have recognizable themes that people will know, yeah. and they have like a melody with them. Um, mm-hmm. And normally, what I will do. So as I said at the moment, I've been learning the Guiding Lands theme, uh, and normally mm-hmm. what I do is I have. Uh, I had I had my headphones in the piano and I have my headphones into my phone. So on the mm-hmm. on my phone I have YouTube open and I will mm-hmm. have the theme on there and I have one headphone in my in my left ear going to the piano mm-hmm. and I have my other headphone going into my right ear going to YouTube and what I will do is I will listen to the theme and play along with it. I just want to get like the melody just like the oh. the main kind of the main theme is it's difficult to like explain um because the the difficulty and the challenge that i love is the whole taking something that's made for like 20 instruments and then mm-hmm. squishing it down into just one into instrument one. <laughs> but trying to get yeah. the same rhythm and the same like i i can't always get everything in there so i i take i take quite yeah. a bit of liberty with some of the bits that I put in and I take bits out and I think right how can I make it sound as close as possible and you know I think of as well my skill playing if I don't think I can play that 
Um, I, I know that a lot of people want me to do the Volcana theme. I think I will be able to Ooh. do the Volcana theme at some point, but it has a lot of just very random playing all over the place, and I'll need to practice that a lot, and mm -hmm. I will need to slow it down so I can hear it very carefully. Um, yeah. But that's basically how I do it. I, I just I, I learn it first by playing with it. I just play mm -hmm. alongside it. And once I think, okay, I kind of know how it fits together and how it works. And then I kind of build up and I think, right, okay, what can my left hand do? What's the bass doing? Because my left hand is always my bass, always. Mm -hmm. And my right yeah. hand is always the melody as best as I can do it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's just my style of playing. So if you, if you uh, watch my videos, you'll notice that my left hand always does like octaves. It always plays the same note um, to try and build up the sound. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's just how I've always played. Um, and I do sometimes, I've had like the odd comment of, oh, why don't you try and do something else? Well, I guess just because that's just my style. Uh, the way mm -hmm. I always like having my left hand doing the bass stuff because my left hand as well is not as strong as my right hand because I'm right-handed. Yeah. Um, and I right. find that I can't move my left hand very fast <laughs> unless I really... <laughs> that's why the the like the Nergiganti theme, that was really challenging. And that took me a few months to learn because... Mm -hmm. It was so fast, and um, especially with the Alatreon theme, uh, where oh, it kind of yes. picks up partway through, uh, my left mm -hmm. hand couldn't keep up, and it was really frustrating, and I did like 11 takes, like, I can't, my left hand just won't go fast enough, <laughs> I'm really trying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, people ask me like as well how long it takes for me to learn a cover, not very long, like, I can learn the kind of the general like the really simple general piece in maybe like a few hours mm -hmm. and maybe have it ready in a few days uh so like yeah. i said the guiding lands i have nearly ready i think all i need to do is listen to it one more time get the mm -hmm. timing right and what i usually do is go okay how long is this piece of music oh, it's two minutes 30 okay when i record it is mine also two minutes 30 if it's not i'm playing too fast or too slow um right. yeah there's all these like little things in the background yeah. as well but yeah i think that's as uh, about as good as i can explain it but i yeah i just don't know how i could do a tutorial because it's like uh mm -hmm. oh yeah first i'm going to listen to this bit and play this and it's like oh yeah i don't know yeah. how that would really work but i hope that kind of answers yeah. your question anyway I, <laughs> it, it it certainly does and um uh, there is a, another artist that i listen to who uh does a similar thing well um, probably what would make, um, make sense for a lot of people who are, who are listening right now, there's this thing that you kind of have to understand. It's called music theory, where, <laughs> you, <laughs> where you have to understand how certain notes yeah. are able to, uh, how certain notes are able to complement each other. Um, where, uh, you have to, you have to understand pacing. So that would have, you know, you have to understand how, you know, uh, half notes, quarter notes, or eighth notes, or like you know how uh, tempo works, and um, definitely you know, thirty-two. Octaves. You got to go all of them, Morg. You got to do yeah. all. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, and there is a there is an artist that I know of. Uh, his name is um, uh, I'll I'll go by his first his real name, uh, Jack Flieger. Um, he goes by the name of Toxic Eternity. Um, he does metal covers of video game music, and he does the mm -hmm. same thing where he'll listen to the music 
um, a couple of times, and then he'll kind of get he'll get the tempo of the of the song. But then he also he has such an understanding as to like what key everything is being played in, and then yeah. he and then he just he just yeah. starts messing around with his guitar until he finds he finds the notes, and then he is just. It's like that. It's like magic. He just he just he just starts playing the song, and we're all yep. like, "How do you do that?" And he's just like, well, <laughs> "I mean, I, I just understand how the song works, you know." <laughs> yeah, I, I get the same. I get yeah. the same thing when when people ask me like, "Oh, um, you learn this all by ear?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't really know how. I just I'm I'm very I find it very easy if I hear a tune to something to play it back afterwards mm-hmm. completely." Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I guess it's just from playing the piano for so long and mm-hmm. knowing yeah, like you said, knowing what notes work together. I also learn a lot by muscle memory. Uh, yes. So I actually learn a lot of my covers as well. Uh, so for example, a, like if there's a cover I haven't played in ages, and someone said, "Oh, can you play the the Tigrex theme or something?" I oh. would know where to start, and then I would <laughs> just know where my fingers need to go which is really mm-hmm. weird uh, mm-hmm. i just i just know the movements and how it feels which is a mm-hmm. very weird thing to try and explain to someone it's like yep i just kind of know where my fingers need to go they just do it <laughs> it's really yeah oh weird. my god oh my goodness the tigrex <laughs> song i've i've heard from a lot of people um, that they've said that that song is probably one of the most challenging uh, pieces that they've ever had to do just by simple virtue of it, it changes tempo you know so abruptly yes, it, does. it goes back and forth and it's just so all over the place and yeah. it actually but kind of fits tigrex, like tigrex yeah. yeah yeah it's all over the place <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. no i i, um, I um, totally agree there mm-hmm. i i will say as um I'm no longer a musician. I was uh, really into it a uh, long time ago. Uh, in fact, I was going to be a music teacher like yourself, Wolfie. I got accepted to, to college or university, as you guys say, um, for that very thing uh, at Ohio State. And um, uh, I don't have the ability to... I don't have the natural ability that Wolfie does to hear something and then play it. I have to have the sheet music. And then I can play it. Um I can try to write the sheet music, but it takes me a lot longer than than someone with that ability that Wolfie has. So it, it's not it's not something that you can learn. That is a natural talent that a lot of people have. I think and it just develops over really time. Far behind. Yeah, I think it just develops over time. I mean, well, I've been playing mm-hmm. piano since I was five. Not for everyone. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, but then again, I've been playing the piano for like twenty one years. I mean that's a long time, yeah. right? Since I was like five, um, so I was yeah. since I was very very young, and I've always been around music. And obviously, I had to do all my grades. I had to do all my grades to get into university to do music as a degree, and I obviously had to do. You have mm-hmm. to do grade five music theory to be able to go above, uh, like up to grade eight uh, on an instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are, who are musical who who are very good at sight reading, uh, which is something that I'm not very good at doing, which is obviously, yeah, where you have a yeah. piece of music and you play it. And my mum is very good at that. Uh, I'm not because, again, I if someone played it to me, I could probably play it back just from listening to it, uh, like roughly. Um, but I certainly am not so good at uh, reading from a score, like very quickly. <laughs> I do find mm-hmm. that quite hard. That's... yeah. 
that's where my strength strength lied is reading music, yeah. hearing it and playing it. I also have, as Morg knows, terrible hearing, <laughs> so it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so well, I mean, that's another thing is that you know, with a lot of these uh, people who are uh, who are super hardcore fans, they're like. Yes, yes, one day I will be as good as this. And then they just immediately just pick up the first instrument that they find and they try and play it. And they're like, oh my God, this is so... I don't think that what they realize <laughs> yeah. is that it takes a lot of dedication and practice and time in order to be able yes. to get that good. You can't just pick up an Definitely. instrument and then and then be this musical god, you know? You can't... You, you, even... It doesn't work Even with a string instrument like a, like a guitar, which is more popular to learn, you still have to put the time into it. Definitely. Or a mandolin. A, a mandolin. Oh my god, it's like trying to play a washboard. Your fingers get so raw within the first, like, five minutes you pick up that instrument. Oh, I oh actually. My, no. uh, I will play a. I will play a washboard every day. <laughs> yeah, just strumming your fingers on a cheese grater. It's like that's what a Dude, mandolin is I don't know is what like. it is. Oh my god! I don't know what it is about a washboard, but I love that when they put it in a, in a song. Um, also, cowbell, and it's not because of the joke. I actually like when a song uses a cowbell. It really works really well for me. I don't know. I like southern music. I <laughs> now you've got me thinking of like a country jug band, you know, musical. Oh my god, yeah, where some guy just goes, oh yes, whatever, and then some guy in the back with a banjo just oh my oh my god, nice. <laughs> this is so hick. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do that'll that'll be our Monster Hunter cover. Morg is is. Uh... Down by the bayou. Oh no! Just get, to, just get some, uh, you know, some beer, some beer jugs and stuff, like proper monster hunter style, mm-hmm. and just you know, clack them together and. <laughs> oh no! Could you, We're gonna get stereotyped. Could you imagine so doing? <laughs> could you imagine the Bracadius theme in that? Oh no! I don't even want no you know what theme would work really well the 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 rajang theme dun 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 with the with the perfect for the the percussion in the background yes oh yeah oh yeah because it's so like jazzy isn't it it's so jazzy yeah yeah the camellio's theme in jazz is phenomenal oh my gosh like it on a saxophone, that solo, the da 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 da. Oh so, yeah, it's... man, that that Monster Hunter swing CD is my soul. I kid, I kid you not. I love that CD. Um, Wolfie, have you heard that stuff? Uh, uh, yeah, a long, did, like... uh, I think quite a while ago, probably through YouTube. Yeah, or it's something. it's old. Uh, well, if yeah, you want was, any saxophone when... playing, hey, uh, I also play the saxophone. <laughs> oh <Nice>. wow! <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a very different instrument. Yeah, I'll tell you um, what, reed instruments or something. And different. and I tried violin when Ooh. I was when I was at college. I tried violin, but I found violin really hard. And because my fingers have kind of grown to play the piano, and I couldn't actually mm-hmm. physically move my fingers in certain ways to play the violin, I found it really hard, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I yeah. enjoyed saxophone. I did like grade four and five on that, um, and. Yeah, that's a, a really fun instrument to play. But again, yeah, like There's totally different from a lot of sax in that CD. Yeah, a lot. Uh, the Poke Village theme specifically has a lot of saxophone. Yeah, um, sounds cool. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a saxophone player though. Still brass. That's what I do. Yeah, my dad played saxophone or, for the longest while, but yeah, uh, that was like a million years ago. 
But yeah, Wolfie, uh, mm-hmm. I I, uh, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, that uh, violin and piano are like super different because like it seems like uh, with violin, there's a lot more. Um, uh, use of like, um, well, it's it's weird. I don't know how to describe it. Like you have to use not just your fingers, but you have to use your wrist. You have to use your your whole arm, kind of moving across and the your strings. And, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's and true. The posture, and yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more going on with like your whole upper body. Well, uh, as far as to be yeah. fair. Posture is a thing with most instruments. And with piano as well, like the way you have to hold your hands. Um, I think Mm -hmm. the thing I find hard about violin and saxophone is I can't see my hands. And because of the going back to the whole thing of muscle memory, and I look at where my hands are and stuff on the piano, I can't see my hands necessarily on like a or as, as easy on a violin or a a saxophone. So I yeah, it's it's always just kind of oh, I'm guessing where to put my fingers now on the instrument, and uh, yeah, and I never forget yeah. my my violin teacher just saying, it's okay, it's really hard to get the violin to sound good, even the professionals can't do it. And I was like, well. No. I guess I'll Why never am sound I playing good. this? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I guess I'll always sound Jeez. bad. <laughs> it is hard to get it to sound good. Uh, like getting a violin to sound good without it sounding like something is dying is quite hard. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, sorry for the interruption. Um, my three-year-old cannot wait to go to the potty, and she will only let me do it. So, um, Dad, be proud of me. That's. <laughs> Uh, no, more like, I want to watch YouTube, and like, no, you can't, because you won't focus. You need to focus. My, my, uh, my younger one, that's a thing I say to her often is, your focus needs more focus, Emery. Like, you You need to focus that focus. (laughs) She is, uh, she's a spitfire. And Morg, I've talked about her a little bit. She's the one that flipped an end table out of nowhere. No! (laughs) Ran up underneath it and just flipped it, like, the meme. Just... Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, she sounds dangerous. She doesn't. She's, she's not. A bear. She's not. She's not aware <laughs> yet of her power. I'm thinking. She is not <laughs> at all. She likes to carry my dog around like it's a toy. And poor dog. Oh my god! <laughs> <gasps> Sharknado three. The child. <laughs> She'll just go running around. Just, oh my god! Oh no! The tornado is back, and the kid just comes around. Whee! Yeah, spinning around in circles. Well, her nickname. Her nickname is the Barbarian, so <laughs> it is like Emery it. the Barbarian. Like it. Um, I was gonna say, Wolfie, is that you were you were concerned about getting content out, and while I'm sure we all appreciate having you know more stuff to come out, but like a big thing with burnout and and Robbie experienced this is like don't push yourself too hard. You got other stuff going on, like. That's something I had to learn with my D&D articles. It, it takes a lot of time and effort for me to do those. Yeah. And at one point, I, I was putting them out, like, you know, once every two weeks or once every week. And, you know, that's six hours of me sitting there typing every time. Like, Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and, like, don't, don't push yourself too much. And, like, I think that's one thing that we tend to forget as content creators is, like, we're like, we need content, we need content. Now, the podcast, yeah, that doesn't... There's times where I get a little burnout because, like, I don't know how many shows are we doing to now, now Morg? Like, uh, I think this is 124. We got this one. Woo! This will be the 125th episode. Um, but on top of that, we have what the D and D game that we record. 
We have, uh, I have the magic podcast that I do with, uh, Leo Riser. Uh, we used to have side quests, but, uh, we got rid of that. So I've replaced that with bickering bucks. Like I have a D and D monster podcast coming out. Like I do so many podcasts and yeah, eventually you do get burned out. Like it just like you get too much content. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like not to go behind the scenes and stuff, but like I asked to see if Eric's would come on today because, you know, he's already in the same time zone as Wolfie and, you know, we're already accommodating, you know, Hey, we're going to get up early to record, you know, it won't be a, a terrible time for you, Eric. So you're interested. And he, he, he was just, he's so busy. He was like, yeah, um, I'd love to, but I can't cause I'm so busy now that like, I kind of feel like I'm just not going to be making some of my own videos right yeah. now. Cause like, I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, but yeah, it is a thing. So I wouldn't worry about it too much, Wolfie. You know? No, I think it was... Uh, Enjoy I mean, your family. I mean, it literally, like, over the course of the five months that I couldn't do anything, I mean, it was it was literally like, like you know, I, I, phys- I just physically couldn't anyway. And I just thought, you know, yeah. I want to be able to do something when I come back. And I mean, the thing is, like, the actual, oh, yeah. like, learning of a cover is not the hard bit the hard bit is the recording because I do get a little bit stressed Mm. like the worst thing is to record something that's two and a half three minutes long and make a mistake right near the end and know that you have to record it all over again (laughs) Um, and I mean I you know I don't edit anything I just want to have it like looking as natural as possible I will let a few mistakes slide because I think hey look this is as good I've you know what is this my 15th take look this is as good as I can do it I, you know, I'm, I'm going to use this take. Uh, and sometimes I just have to like mm-hmm. take a little break uh, in between like doing the recordings and think, look, you know, maybe I've just played it too much. I'll come back tomorrow and I'll record it tomorrow and I'll see how it goes. And sometimes just taking a break like that can really help. Um, and the thing is, you know, that's, yeah, I, 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 I do totally get that. And I mean, I got burnt out from like Monster Hunter World like a couple of times, like on and off. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I came back like for Alatreon and preparing for Alatreon and things like that. Um, oh, and yeah. it's, yeah, it kind of like giving yourself little goals and things to work towards, I think is uh, mm-hmm. some good motivation, you know, to keep yourself going. Oh, yeah. I, I had. I had dropped off a Monster Hunter completely, what, since November Morgue? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Whenever Safi Jiva was early, um, because Safi Jiva made me so angry at the game that I was just done. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't that I didn't complete it, it's that, like, I don't like how it affected the meta. I don't like how suddenly Monster Hunter had a single answer for what was the best weapon. Yeah. It was like, hey, <laughs> I want a fire charge blade. <laughs> I guess I'll farm the silver Rathalos charge blade. Haha. Wait, no. Safi Jiva base before it's upgraded is as good as. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess I'll look at yeah. a water. No, it's the best water. What? Oh, it's the best poison. Oh, it's the <laughs> like that. That frustrated me. And yeah. a lot of people were like, "It's fine. It's fine." I'm like, "No, literally, we've all funneled down to one monster for weapons. Like, yep. this is insane." Oh, by the way, the armor helps it too. So now you're just wearing <laughs> softy everything. Like, uh, that, yeah. that got on my nerves. So I quit. I quit for a long time. Uh, I was in the middle of crown hunting, uh, which is the crazy thing that I do. Um, but Morg has been helping me recently do that. But Alatrion got me back into it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, totally. Been really enjoying uh, it since actually 
Alatran. I hated yeah. Alatran at first. I hated it because I really could. I did, really didn't want to admit that actually I had to prepare myself more and that I wasn't doing good enough. That <laughs> 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 was literally it. Yeah. I was like, I actually, I suck really badly. I need to actually get better and actually prepare myself and actually get the proper equipment and everything to do this properly and not just go, eh, I'm just going to go into it because that was not the right mentality at all. And I actually like that it made me right. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people oh, I was... are with you on that beginning sentiment. Mm-hmm. Like and that's that's where all the vitriol for Latchagon came. Like the you know, obviously the the steam spike. Oh the, the negative reviews. reviews. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's you don't not like okay. The game anymore. Like uh, I agree with <laughs> that 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 wasn't that wasn't called for, but like I understand where people are coming from because yeah, even even as veteran hunters as ourselves was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this is different. And it wasn't and it was so against the grain of what Monster Hunter normally mm-hmm. does, especially oh. with, you know, time DPS walls that like oh. we were like, uh what is this? So it's it's much more enjoyable once you get it done, but the problem is that, like most people will probably won't get it done because A like you have you have not only an extremely hard content that that most people are going to play with randoms they don't have a lot of yeah you know and randoms are well random they're not I mean, sometimes you'll get the 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 best one ever who who is healing everybody and also smashing it in the face with a <laughs> the amazing hunting horn out of nowhere yeah um the, the the best hunting horn ever uh, or you'll have like the little bow guy who just dies all the time and, and, and leaves after two carts and, <laughs> hey hey hey, and, hey, like, hey hey i i take i take offense to that statement bow is excellent you do not disrespect more you play like 12 of the 14 weapons i deny your <laughs> hey, hey, man, I, 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 I literally play one weapon, weapon so yeah <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm the same. I pick one weapon per game, Dude, so it's different for a oh, game. But I pick one weapon. But so many of those weapons are phenomenal. You're missing out on so See? much. Like the the switch axe. Like the fact that you could do just charges on the monster, like over and over and over again. The uh, hammer I've, is great. I've always hated like, the switch axe. The, the, I can't cut tails with the hammer. The long shelling gun lance is really good. Uh, the great sword is not bad. Dual blades are pretty awesome. I uh, do play I, bow. I, I do play bow a bit as well. Um, yeah. And so I, I can I can play longsword as well, but yeah, I guess there's like nothing mm. else that... I just like Insect Glaive because I know how to use it, and I'd rather be really good at one weapon than really like, kind of like mediocre mm-hmm. at like loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is my, <laughs> That's mentality. my mentality. Exactly, Wolfie. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to master a weapon. I don't want to do okay. Yeah. Yep. And... Funny story is, I only just learned this week about the super axe mode on Charge Blade mm. that I've been using since Iceborne. Yes. And I was like, I saw a Cantor X doing a Latrian speedrun or, or time attack, I should guess I should call it, because they're kind of picky about that term. But, the- I mean, I understand there is a difference. But, um, the, like, I was like, what is he doing? What, what, what is that? I've been playing Charge Blade since Charge Blade was a thing, and I don't know what that is. Oh. And then I was uh, I was playing online with Ace, and Ace is like, oh yeah, you just do this. And I'm like, how did I not know this? I defeated a Latrion before I knew about this combo. I never knew the full scope of what my weapon could do. Oh, <laughs> dude. Well, oh, that- until after a Latrion. 
I, I'm going to be honest with you. I knew about that since um, since uh, Iceborne came out. Because well, I didn't watch the. Did you not watch the uh, the uh, the weapon um, videos like those uh, short no. clips where they were like, oh, this weapon. Here's what's new. The guy will come out with at this, that time. I was playing hammer. The guy will come out with like this. So I didn't... sexy British accent because you know that's that's how it. You're is, talking about you know? socks. And he'll be like, the charge blade has now the new savage <laughs> axe mode. Yeah, and, and I was like, we know oh, that is. You sound, yes. like, you just sound like David Attenborough there, like, and here we oh. see the charge blade. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> yeah. One of the most interesting animals. Be the great uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like. Yeah. The elusive charge blade user. Yeah, the elusive charge blade user. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. But I mean... <laughs> no, not not very elusive. Very, very popular yeah. weapon, actually. But, I'm gonna... I'm go yeah, um, there's like... Okay, there's... No, I didn't watch him because I was like... I know... I didn't watch him for that. I watched it for Longsword and Hammer because I was a Longsword user in Base World. And then I wanted to switch back to Hammer because I was like, oh, I like what Hammer's doing. I like... That kind of stuff. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can't cut tails. So I, I quit Hammer midway through the story. And then I, I tried out Gunlance and I tried out all these other things. And then I settled on Charge Blade and I was like, I know how to play Charge Blade. I don't need to watch that video. Oh. So I just totally missed it. And then Shame. like I was like, okay, I feel like I feel like a scrub now because like n no one told me this thing existed. And I had been hunting with you and Ace and everybody for weeks. <laughs> we just assumed you knew like, about that because oh my god the yeah i just never used it the don't, don't feel, don't of, like, feel shame no. man don't feel yeah. shame because no. i i have had some moments where i've been playing with my good friend devon and i have no idea whether he listens to this podcast but there have been a few occasions uh where i've done something really dumb and i've been playing the insect glaive since uh like four ultimate and obviously i know it's had like changes mm. and stuff in iceborne and there were things that i didn't know about the glaive and he was like i've told you this i'm like oh i've just never used it like uh like the bug power up <laughs> like the bug it's like just, the bug power up part. where you you power up your, yeah. your bug with uh with um you know your slinger ammo and i was like Oh my god! I didn't know I could do that. I've told you five times that you can do that. I was like, "Well, I just, I just play the old way." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one where you can get two extra. I'm using guild of one, style. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> just be like, "I'm using uh, guild style." Do you mind? I am an well, old world hunter. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna tell tell it to you straight, Fortuan. Okay, there's three things that I'm gonna point out. Okay, and it's one with a Latrion. With all, despite everybody's hate for it, I'm gonna be the guy in the room who's gonna be very controversial. I think we needed a wall because, honestly, in my mind, when I think of Monster Hunter, I think of the big I don't wall. Disagree. You know, there's always gonna be that one monster that is 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 gonna just give you the roughest time. And I remembered, like, um, what was it? In Freedom Unite, there was a mission that I had to do, and I had the most difficult time with Tigrex. It was it, it now, was so difficult. And then you'd have to do a mission where it was two, uh, it was called Double Tigrex in the Snow, where you had to go into the snowy mountains, yep. and there were two Tigrex at the same time, and I had to go in there with a longsword because I was so uncomfortable fighting it with any other weapon, and... Uh, you'd have to fight them both at the same time in the same area. Such and I was fun. like, oh my god. Now, and, but like, and so Borg, with Alatrion, it let me... really harkens back to the days when you had to you had to rethink what you were doing. And you couldn't just sit with, you know, 
what you were really comfortable with all the time. You had to like rethink no. your strategy sometimes, maybe change your build up a little bit, and then you know go in a little bit better prepared. Um, and sure, l- l- I don't disagree with you mm-hmm. more. I'm saying it's hard. L- l- your comparison with the Tigrex is is apt. But not for you. Mm-hmm. That's apt for the people who are new to Monster Hunter World and dealing with this wall. Yeah. Not for you. Yeah. For you, that that. So here, here's the difference. How how? What was your first Monster Hunter? Was uh, it Freedom Unite? Yeah, it was Freedom Unite. Yeah. So your first Monster Hunter, you hit a big wall because a you're new to the game and l I have to learn how to play better. Mm-hmm. You're not hitting a wall because of oh it's a it's a challenge of my skill and might. I mean, yeah, Latreon is mm-hmm. to, to a degree. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I'm not saying that Latreon didn't need to be hard. What I'm saying is it's a little harsh and it brings in mechanics outside of Monster Hunter norms, which is fine, but it's not fine for MR24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it's completely not... unfair for an MR24. Like, it, it, honestly, a Latreon should have been at least... Like MR, I don't know, seventy five or something. Like yeah, I, I don't really no, get one hundred. I, I think the decision there. you should have to have defeated um, the Nergigante mm-hmm. Ruiner. Yeah, I think Ruiner because it and Ruiner are the only two monsters that I've seen do this. They do a hit confirm and do a follow up combo. Yes, they're the only monsters that do a follow up combo and a confirmed hit. They just sort of end their combo if they they don't hit you. Yeah, like. Um, you feel I don't know if you noticed this, Wolfie, but I actually saw it in your video. Some if you got hit, it sort of like stayed focused on you. Yes, and yeah. you're like, oh no, I'm gonna die, and I'm like, yeah. See, that's new. That's <laughs> not a lot of monsters do that, <laughs> except for maybe Tiger. Tiger is probably one of the few monsters that actually always has like a follow up attack or. Rathian with the yeah. one more move where it just goes back and forth, you know, cutting lines through well, you, and you're like, oh Well, there my are certain God. monsters that have, like, the, the kind of little parry attack. So, like, when you hit it, like, like yeah. Devil Joe, if you hit it a certain way, it'll then, uh, like, f- react back scoop. and, yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of get back at you. And I think some of the other, I think quite a few monsters, I think that's, like, a new thing where if you hit them in certain ways, they kind of retaliate back. I think some of the Elder Dragons mm-hmm. do that as well. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I still remember my you first it wall, last though, night in in Monster Hunter. Yeah, uh, Coral mm-hmm. Puke Puke. No, <laughs> <laughs> in an Iceborne. Um, he's that that he's, that fr- he's friggin' water stream instant KO. I instantly died when that water beam hit me. I instantly just un. So it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So here's here's a tip for Coral Puke. When he starts doing that thing, it actually works for a Latreon too. When a Latreon does the fire beam or the ice beam down, yeah. you can do the same thing. Clutch call onto him. He can't hit you while you're clutch clawed onto him. Oh, that's a good so idea. If you okay. Clutch call onto um, and uh, onto Puke Puke's tail when he's do it when he's like spiraling mm-hmm. with it, because um, you can see the move coming. Yeah. So like you just drop your guard, clutch call, and then you get up there. Like it, it's not. It's not a mechanic that I like. I don't like the clutch call too much, but it does help you avoid attacks as yeah. well at some at some times. It works really well with the Latrium yeah. too. I, where yeah. if he's going up in the air, you can clutch call onto him and you won't get hit because it's not going to hit you. Even the head. Yeah. 
Like, uh, if he's blasting down. Yeah, I, I always have a tendency to just roll to the side of, like, in an opposite to, like, oh, yeah. parallel, oh, sorry, you're, perpendicular. You're, you're or, a fellow guild style, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to either roll like, perpendicular to the attacks, and that way you're just out of range of it, and then you can come back in and counterattack. Um, oh, yeah, and then a second thing that I was going to say, as far as, like, uh, with um, a Cantor EX, that guy, the way that he plays, oh, oh my god. A cantor. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd be yeah. like, oh, oh, I could play. I wish I could play like that. Like he plays so cleanly, and it just, oh, oh my god, it gives me shivers. But um, yeah, no, he's 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 pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I actually know him back from the Wikia days. Him and I edited the Wikia together. What? what? Yeah. Oh, good grief. Nice. Yeah. What? Yeah, I was I was big into the Wikia like a long time ago. And then I found Reddit, and then I became, you know, the mod. And then... He reminds me very much of Apex Gaming, um, with the whole Acantor theme to a lot of his stuff. Although Apex Gaming used a lot of the Acantor Charge Blade, and I think it was uh, Savage Devil Joe armor. Like, does anybody really remember that guy from back in the days when he used to hunt with Gaijin Hunter? Um yeah, yeah. So. You're, talking about, you're talking about Apex, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. We had Apex on the show. Yeah, he kind of yeah, disappeared off of the here. map for the longest while. I actually have no idea what he's doing anymore. Uh, Apex, if you're listening, uh, please come back. We miss you. Oh, my goodness. Such a, yeah, such fun videos. Um, Yeah, there was something, uh, there was a third mm-hmm. thing that I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, well, I'll probably come back to it later. But yeah, um... Oh, darn it. I lost my train of thought. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was about the, the Safi Jiva thing. I, yeah, I, I'm very familiar with how how against the uh, the bottleneck meta that you are with it, which I do agree. It shouldn't always focus on just the one monster. There should be a lot of diversity. It's, like, um, it's such a cool fight. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool monster. And it's such a cool system. Upgrade your weapons. Yes. I just wish it wasn't the, yeah. the only answer. <laughs> Well, now that we have a Latrion with, like, no, high raw, now that we high have dragon, a Latrion and some other stuff. We have... Yeah, like, there... I have fully embraced the Latrion set. Mm-hmm. I am wearing three-piece Latrion, two-piece Nami LA for the elemental... Uh, acceleration, um, yes. Acceleration. Nice. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been going, like, all elemental charge blade now. Yep. It's been... It's been lovely. I was going to say, last night, um, you missed it, Morg. Uh, we had a triple cart on um, Furious Rajon oh. for one of the events. Oh. <laughs> because because of the uh, because of one of the retaliatory attacks the that wall. Wolfie's talking about. Where we, beam. we broke his horn, and he clutched onto the wall and just did the sweeping beam. Yep. Three of them. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, because we actually didn't fail. Mm-hmm. No, it was three of them, because we had safeguard. Um so three of them fainted, and I'm back there swinging with the charge blade. I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> that was that was rough. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we we did fail our first attempt on that quest, though, uh, just from like general deaths mm-hmm. of that monster. But like, yeah, retaliatory attacks are a thing, but they they're um, they're usually have a downside for the monster too, especially Devil Joe, because yes. he'll do that that big. Um, which I love. I love the the research that they put into this game because Devil Joe and some other brute wyverns die in the classic, and I can't remember the name for it. 
but when you find a fossilized theropod like a T-Rex, their mm-hmm. back arches because the tendons stretch them and they arch in this weird way. And that's mm-hmm. how Devil Joe dies. It's a reference yeah. to fossil I records. never noticed that before. But I, I totally know what you mean, though. I, I love it. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like... The developers know what they're doing mm-hmm. sometimes. And I, sometimes. I have one one gripe with the with Elatrian that I didn't bring up with the Elatrian episode. Oh. And it's that that um, if they want to talk about monster e- ecology being their biggest thing, maybe Elatrion wasn't a great one for ecology because they did not explain any ecological reason for anything that Elatrion does. You mean the fact that he's <laughs> like, hey, basically, you know, the Avatar, it's like earth, wind, water, fire. These are the essential elements. Yeah. Well, they're like, they're, even like the normal like Elder Dragon, it's like, oh, he controls it through his horns and like, yeah, but why can he change after his horns are broken? Like, it should be maybe uh, a little <laughs> bit more chaotic, I suppose. Like, maybe it'll dampen his powers, or maybe like there should be like some sort of like yeah. backlash. Like, he but mechanics-wise, I understand what they did. Um, yeah, they do want to give you a time limit because they don't want you to be scot-free if you break the two mm-hmm. horns. Like, yeah, I I get I get that, but it's like. That's one of the things I loved about World is like they're like we're gonna focus on the ecology and you're gonna understand what these monsters are and I'm like yes give me all the lore someone who writes D &D (laughs) and then you yeah as someone who writes D and D ecologies I want to learn more yes and then like they do some things that are against the ecology stuff and I'm like no because like I don't care who says what. Rajong does not eat Kieran horns. Oh yeah, that's, uh, I was bullcrap. It's bullcrap. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We're focusing on the ecology, and then all of a sudden, King Kong comes in, starts wrestling a unicorn. You know, My Little Pony. You know, all oh, the horn gets snapped, and then <laughs> they're just like, "That's it. I'm out of here." Fortwan's not happy with this. You're not focusing on the ecology at all. I, you know, it, I I still have the stance. You can't say that Kieran is the rarest monster that we still don't even and been the rarest monster in every game. Every single hunter note says how rare the thing is, and then all Rajongs eat Kieran horns to get their power. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, what they should have done is they should have had a Rajang that gets angry but doesn't turn gold. So this would have been a, yeah, uh, a Rajang that would have made more. Yeah, sense. Yeah, if they had like more Rajang that. Um, you know, just had its base form, and then stay. You know, even when it was angry, it still stayed in its you know non gold pelt form. Then you know maybe there would be some justification for that because you know maybe the gold pelt Rajang would be more of a rarer phenomenon because then it would make sense. You know, the whole um, you know eating of the horn being sort of like it a just rite wouldn't of be as fun of a thing. fight as the kind of like how well yeah. like even in like AVP I think it was where. Um, where the predator like takes like a piece of the alien and then marks himself with like that acidic blood after he kills the alien or whatever, and then like you know the guy he's like, yeah. oh, ancient warriors would mark themselves with the blood of their kill as a rite of passage, whatever. Well, I was thinking, hey, maybe Rajang could be like that, you know, where you know, oh, it's just taking out you know a very elusive elder dragon, you know, maybe you know this could be like a rare phenomenon that you know would be some sort of like a a, a form of. Uh, I don't know if I could say that Rajangs have a form of cultural expression, but, you know, maybe, you know, they go <laughs> out, you know. Culture. Yeah. <laughs> hunting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have to prove themselves. The Rajang culture. They have to prove themselves a true adult by going I mean, out and hunting I mean, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Like, maybe mm-hmm. it's, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. once, like, 
uh, or maybe whichever Rajang wants to be like the leader has to prove themselves by fighting a Kirin and eating its horn. I don't know. And then they can return back to yeah. the clan. A whole new Rajang! But, I don't know. Then that, then you, all of a sudden now we're like, wait. They are in, like, like uh, troops? Like actual, like monkeys? What? And then we're like, oh, crap. Rajangs breed, like, actual monkeys? Yeah, all of a sudden you just, like, got this huge pack of... <laughs> Rajang yeah. coming it, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, 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 I'm... I'm a big fan of ecology, obviously, and 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 when they're like, "Hey, let's focus on this," and then they go against that focus, I'm just like, the the the, the nerd rage builds up in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, aside from that, like, it wouldn't be a fun fight if they didn't have you know Rajongs that turned into to Goku's. Like, it just wouldn't it wouldn't be as fun. When I understand why they do it, it's just you know I, I wish they would go one way or another and say we're going to acknowledge that this isn't really ecological, <laughs> at least or something like uh, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, and I still don't. I I my biggest problem is just how rare they say Kieran are, and it's just like yeah, Kieran is supposed to be the rarest thing in the world, and we fought so many of them. Yeah, and we've killed so many, and then Rajan killed some, and it's like. It's like one of the most used elder dragons, you know, in quotations, because the classification of elder dragon. But it's one of the most used elder dragons in the game series. Like, there's at least two canon Karen per game, almost. Yep. Because, like, you have, like, story fights with them all the time. And they're everywhere. They're in every environment. And it's like, why do you keep calling them rare? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Gosh darn it, now you got me thinking of that episode of Metalocalypse where they summon a lake troll and then, like, this military officer in the Illuminati is like, that's impossible, there's no such thing as trolls. And then this guy's like, well, then how do you explain all the dead unicorns? And there's, like, this massive pile of unicorns. And they're like... <laughs> it's like, well, you can't argue Reminds with logic my, like my that. My brother's shirt. Oh, my goodness. It's got two T-Rexes, and one of them's got a bunch of, like, rainbow stuff on his yeah. mouth. And he's like, did you just eat the last unicorn? Oh. And he's like, no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, like, overall, more, I still enjoy the Elatrian fight. It's just, there's, there's, it's just, like I said earlier, it's just got problems. There's, they just, there's only they, one. They need to be problem. nicer to the new people. There's only one problem with it, and that's that might be the Eschaton judgment. If if they made it so that you could at least, like, just barely survive it, like, really, like, just maybe one health, if you were fully prepared with, like, maybe a health booster, vitality mantle, and the Astera jerky. Maybe. I mean that's basically oh, that's basically what you... happens though, isn't it? When if you reach the the DPS check. That's, mm -hmm. that's basically what happens, mm -hmm. like, you just... I mean, I've, I've died during that, that... Even though I've done the DPS check, I've died during that bit because I haven't had full health, and because Same. I just didn't mm -hmm. eat fast enough, and I'd be like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. leaves you with, like, about an eighth of your health, even if you've timed the Astero Jerky just right, and you have full health, and, you know, oh, good green. Now, my brother and I, we didn't get to test this because we didn't want to, because it's not... Yeah, it's not something that you want to test, I would say. Mm -hmm. But if you stagger four people eating Astera jerkies at the right time, we 
theorize that you could survive it without sealing it. We theorize. Because you can get through half of the judgment with just two jerkies timed correctly. Yes. That is right. But you you would and, need maxed out wide range, I believe, in order for that to work. And everybody would have to be all in the same spot. Yes. It would be definitely a meme thing, which is something that you and Ace are definitely into, it seems. Yes. Um, uh, I am not. I'm still... I, I've only just unlocked my charge blade powers. So we're going <laughs> to stick in that for a while. <laughs> these... These... Uh, these guys here, Wolfie, have been trying to convince me to do a uh, Kinsect-only run on Elatrion with them. Oh man, <laughs> that, that sounds that sounds really fun. Hey, you know, if you ever if you ever want any uh, any backup, just just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I I will <laughs> I will let you know. Well, you're playing on PC now, right? I am. Yes, I love playing on PC. Yeah, this is. <laughs> PS4. I have I have the PC version, and we are Steam friends. But I am I am so far behind, and it's hard to like. It's not hard. Like I've I've been beating the story. I'm actually at the uh, Volcana Gate. Uh, what I call it, Volcana Gate 2019. But um, um, the Gate battle. But yeah. like, it's just hard to do it all over again because I'm like, I'm already doing this on PS4. Like, why am I doing yeah. this again? I mean, on, on PC? oh, that's right, because I wanted a PC game. Yeah, I mean, on PS4, I I think I got as far as fighting. I think I got up to Safi Jiva. I think that's mm. about as far as I got. And then I got yeah, PC Monster Hunter back in February, and it's just the best thing ever because it's I don't know, <laughs> it's just I I find it so much more enjoyable playing it on here so mm-hmm. it doesn't take 20 hours well to i don't everything. have people to play with on pc yet and i we play at different times because way different time zones so I know, right it's... if i catch you on i'll play with you but like it, it, it when i'm on is normally like what so you're you're five hours ahead so it'll be five in the morning like because i'm on around midnight here <laughs> kind of hard like to work do. hard play hard yeah <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just before I get ready for work. Yeah, well, I mean, get a bit of Monster Hunter out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I'll eventually get get further on the PC version. I just I've been more in tune with the PS4 version because uh, I just got all the trophies except for Crown Hunting, and we're down to just Crown Hunting. Because, gosh, I hate those Linnean research requests. The the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. I don't even follow that. Gosh, I I just part. I just blank it out of my mind. I completely ignore it. I'm like, that's not even a feature of the game. Nope, nope. I'm just there to hunt the monsters. Well, I've done it. I've done it all, and it's not it's not fun because like they don't those pictures aren't explained well. I had to look up a guide for one of them because it's like, hey, um, the like the Gajalaka. There's one of the Gajalaka ones that are like, you have to get them while they're throwing a Maltov. I'm like, who throws a Maltov? So I'm thinking, oh, it's the cannoneers. Like, when you walk them up to the wall when they're mounted and they, they knock down the monster and shoot them with a bunch of cannons. With a little pew and, yeah. and I was taking... And I was like, oh yeah, I was taking pictures of them and they're not, the paw print isn't showing up. Yeah. I'm like, what is the deal? Oh, I, yeah, those I don't are understand. annoying, aren't they? I, I do get frustrated with those sometimes. It has I to be like it, exactly... Yeah. It has yeah. to be exactly how they want it, that, that photo. Yeah, well, here's here's the thing. It's not even the right thing. No, you have to you, catch them when the, they're throwing the, right the terracotta thing, pot at you. you. What you have to do is you have to get one of your cats. It means you have to be by yourself to befriend one of them 
So they're following you around, and then when you're fighting a monster, they'll eventually throw a Molotov. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you take a picture of the, the befriended Gajalaka fighting the monster, and that works. And I'm like, oh. And then, like, the Boa the, 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 the there's one that's for the spear throwers. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just take a picture of the spear throwers. No, it has to be one of, it's not one of the guys out in the field. It has to be the one that's up on a wall telling them what to do. But they don't really say that. So, like, I had to look it up. And I was like, uh, I hate this. I hate it all. Although, I did get the trophy two pictures early because I guess they didn't account for them adding new feline requests. So once you hit 20, you get the trophy. Because um, I did two of the event ones. Because um, they were easy. They're actually just in the gathering hub. Mm-hmm. You take a picture of the macaques and you take a picture of the quest giver. And that's it. Like you just He just wants a picture of the quest giver in a bikini for some reason. <laughs> uh, and then, don't, quest, <laughs> don't question those requests. And then Quite the macaques dressed up as... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, for as research girls. purposes, in air quotes. Yep. To be to be fair, he does want a picture of her face. Oh well, maybe he's just admiring her. Maybe. I, I don't. I will not support this guy in his collection of uh, smutty cat pictures. I I'm not for that. You know him cataloging all this smutty stuff. cat pictures. <laughs> Jeez. I am a man. And of course, of the treasure hunting. Yeah, the treasure hunting frustrated me because it's like, give me a clue, darn it. I've given you like thirty raw meat, cat. Just give me a clue. <laughs> Tell me where your stash oh. is. We won't. This won't get ugly. This won't <laughs> <Yeah>. get ugly. <laughs> Where's the money, Lebowski? But, actually really... <laughs> but it's actually really cool if you follow the stories for some of them. Like, um, what is it? Ren, Ran, and something. The two cats that get married. Um, Ren and Stimpy. You learn out the the. No, no. the the bug trappers. <laughs> the they're like. The, the bug trapper cats, there's a story of their marriage and like how he proposed and stuff is the treasure hunt. All ten treasures deal with him meeting and then eventually proposing to his wife. Aww. Um, and it's like really sweet. So and then you get to the last clue, and I'm going to spoil it a little bit. You get to the last clue, and it's actually the third time they got married. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Wait, they've been divorced? <laughs> cats can have divorces? Apparently. Apparently the cats have divorces, so <laughs> we married her a third time. Oh my goodness! So wait, I what love does it. the paperwork even look like? Is it just a sequence of like paw prints? How do they? Uh, read you know, that? I don't know. That might that might be what all those writings are on the walls that we don't know what they are. It's just divorce it's just contracts. Love, See, love right here, secret love letters or something. Yeah, well, that's a more positive way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god just yeah it'd be like jokes on you i have a prenup and be like oh my god no what is this what is happening you know <laughs> all right so now we need to get to the series question what is mon- what is the next monster hunter because we're <gasps> obviously not getting a new monster hunter mm-hmm. this year that is true i don't think it's happening we're missing the streak 16 years and we're missing it we had a 15 mm. streak it is coming. I mean, I hear I, I hear a lot of like debate between whether the whether it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be a monster hunter on either Switch or it's going to be like a monster hunter that's on like the big consoles. That's that's what mm-hmm. the kind of the debate seems to be at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I don't know, man. Well, they did confirm that they were going to make a game that was um, very accessible to, I believe it was like the teenager age, maybe a little bit younger than that. And they said it was oh, going to be more mobile yeah, focused. I remember that. So it Monster might... Hunter Stories 2? <laughs> maybe? I mean, it I might come know. up on the Switch. Um, because I, I mean, that's about as portable a console I'd as we play can it. get without going mobile. I'll play anything Monster Hunter yeah, anyway. I'd... So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'd play stories to you. I mean, I loved my my Black Diabolus buddy mm-hmm. that I that I yes. had around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed stories. I thought it was a really cute game. Yeah. Yes. Water Nursilla. Ooh, what a good monster. Oh, I loved Nursilla. And, uh, look, I think it was Ivory Legiacris. I think I had one of those. Um, getting a Glavinus in the game? That was pretty awesome. I, I liked that little bit of DLC where you had to go through that tournament and then you had to fight your way all the way to the top and then there would be a person right at the very end with the Glavinus and you were like, oh my goodness, this guy is actually really hard. I have no idea how to prepare for this or how to get past him, and once you get once you beat the Glavinus, you're like, oh, yes, I get a Glavinus egg. I am so happy. Oh, really good game. Really good. I don't know, man. I just had nothing but Black Diabolos in my party. I just, I was Diabolos all the time. I mean, I, I, I don't think that you could get a Rajang egg without having a Japanese version of the game with the, uh, ex- I think it was an expansion or DLC. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was something um, like that. Yeah, where where you could get like certain exclusive monsters, and which I really would have liked for base game, but they never put into it. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a really good game, and I would. Yeah. But you get a Pona. Hmm. You can get a Pona. Oh yeah, that is right. You yeah, a... yeah. You could get. Uh, yeah, you could get Link's horse as a uh, as a monster, yep. and. Um, I think you could also get like the Great Poogie, which had probably one of the bi- the best finishers, uh, with like all those stampeding pigs. Oh, I pigs. forgot about the. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I forgot about the Great Poogie. Mm, oh yep, man, it was awesome. I think I named mine Winston. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Churchill, you know, going. Oh, we will fight on the hills. We will fight on the beaches. We will never surrender. It has nothing to do with that. Not at all. Although I could picture that little poogie with a cigar in his mouth. That would be really funny. So, uh, um, back to the question. Like, um, so do you think it's going to be a Switch title, or do you think it's going to be PS Five, Xbox Series X, PC? I mean. I mean, I always, I always kind of felt like the the Switch seems like a really good console to have Monster Hunter on because the one thing I always, uh, oh, yeah. I, I loved when Monster Hunter was on like the the 3DS and stuff. It was like, oh, you could just take it wherever you wanted and play with people, and that was always really good fun. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking it, uh, taking it with you, and like the fact that the Switch is kind of like the best of both. But then it's like, well, they've done this yep. whole, you know, now that they've bought it, like, to, like, kind of the mainstream consoles, it's like, now that they've got that, maybe they want to build upon that more. I mean, I'd kind of be happy with either. I'm not really, you know, if it's, if it's Monster Hunter, I'll yeah. buy it. <laughs> as long as it's <laughs> Monster 
Yeah, I, think, I mean, really. that is true. I think yeah. we're all we're, we're all in that boat. Um, uh, well, you and I have uh, played some uh, together with. Uh, um, I don't remember what we hunted, but it was it was high G rank uh, in Generations Ultimate. I know we played some. Mm-hmm. I played with you and uh, one other person, Wolfie. I can't remember their yeah, name. Yeah, I think I remember but, that. Um, and that was a couple of years ago now, almost. It would have been, what, October of 2018, I think. Yeah, I think I do. Somewhere I around I that time that. frame. Yep. And we played some. Actually, my favorite fight in any Monster Hunter is actually Autokaw. Um, like, uh, Morgan, I think you've heard the story. Maybe, Wolfie, you haven't. But, like, me beating Autokaw for the first time, I did it solo. Oh. I did it with. I was discussing this with my brother yesterday because I don't remember exactly, but um, we both agree that at least it was under ten seconds left in the time oh, wow. of me beating it. Wow! Yes. Um, I had no health potions left, like none, nothing. I had nothing left, and I was down to maybe a tenth of health, and. Um, I actually had a crowd of my whole family watching me play on the TV because uh, they were visiting for um, we have a the, the, the family business goes to a uh, what do they call it? The why am I blanking out on the Paul Bunyan show. So the, the legend of Paul Bunyan, he was like the logger, the, the lumberjack. We go to a Paul Bunyan show for work because one of our biggest customers is sawmills and everyone was there my grandma my parents my brother everybody was watching me fight at a call because they happened to walk in while i was doing it in the living room and uh yeah they they i had a crowd of people watch me defeat at a call with like the sliver of health left and the sliver of time as well and i was just like oh my gosh it was the hardest thing ever so mm-hmm. yeah it was nice. fun Um, well, my personal preference is they put something on Switch right now. Um, I think they're going to take a lot, a longer time to do something like Monster Hunter 6 wise. Um, yeah, maybe it'll be I like a spin-off that... type thing, like mm-hmm. with Ultimate yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening because with, with the bigger console games, it they're going to have to dedicate a lot more time to being able to create those elaborate environments those really amazing skins for all their monsters. Cause I mean, could you imagine what it would look like having like Shogun Sinator or Daimyo, uh, Daimyo Hermitor or like a Kezu or Cuckoo in higher resolution? Like that's going to take a lot of time. And then they also have to worry about um, coding their AI, like the, the monster's behavior, um, the the ecological aspects of like their behavior when they're out in the environment and how they interact with other monsters. Um, if they continue with well, Turf the, Wars, I mean, they're going to have to try and make them a little bit more unique this time, maybe? Because, yeah. I mean, because with the way that they mm-hmm. had it before, with they had it all based off of just the skeletal model rather than the actual monster's behavior. There's some unique, there's some unique ones, but they're like for the bigger monsters. Like, uh, Rajong has unique ones with most people. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Monsters. I mean, like, he's he's really the only one of his kind, really, that has, like, that specific skeleton. Um, 
Devil Joe had a lot of unique ones as well. Um, but I mean, like, when we're looking at monsters like, say, Fulgur, Anjanath, um, Glavnus, and Brachidios, um, the way that they interact with Tigrex or Nargakuga, it's pretty much the same. They all seem to want to do a hip check, even though yeah. Brachidios is like, I've got these pounders, and Glavnus is like, I've got this tail, you know? And then all of a sudden, hip check! And we're all like, Yeah, yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> what is this? This doesn't make any sense at all. You know, then you're like, I call shenanigans. And then all well, shenanigans police. You see comes Morg, in. it actually it's actually a behavior ingrained in their predecessor. Oh, don't you <laughs> their, start their with, common ancestor. Don't you give them excuses for their laziness. <laughs> no, anyways, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if if we do give them enough time to be able to make like a really good finished piece without, you know, rushing them too much. I mean, I know that, you know, they they probably want to put out, you know, a good quality game as soon as they can. Um, I don't want to have to deal with the bone and ore skins again. And uh, I would love to see, you know, more interesting turf wars. Um, well, more diversified turf wars, I should say. Um, what they do have right now... Yeah, because they're very yeah, What they do have right now, it's pretty darn good. Um, given the circumstances of, like, um, well, I don't really actually under know how much time they spent on this. But the fact that they were still working on Iceborne while they were also having to try and put out more content at the same time with base world, you know, even though the Arch-Tempered Monsters were kind of a mistake just a teensy bit of a mistake uh it's like with bloated values and hey it's it's better than apex it's better yeah than apex. um yeah I, d I don't even know if we should even talk about apex monsters because oh my god um but yeah uh no yeah all in all honesty um i'm willing to give them more time to work on like a really good quality game for console um with switch they they pretty much have everything that they need in order to be able to make another fully flushed out game because it doesn't require as high as highly detailed a, a set of graphics. They can change the mechanics because it seems like with each new generation of games, um, there's always like a new mechanic or like some sort of new gimmick. Like what was it? Uh, Gen three they had exhaustion and they had. Um, they had the swimming mechanics. Swimming. Fourth, they had mounting mechanics. And, well, in fifth, they had mantles and, Clutch you know, claw. like, full, <laughs> uh, like, uh, with, uh, how do I even describe it? Uh, maps with zones that you don't have to load. Like, it's just a full map. Um, yeah, um, they call, they call that, um, single instance maps. Yeah, yeah. Um... As far as like for a um, as far as the game on the Switch would go, open open map design is what I've called it. Yes. There you go. It said open world, open map design, which I'm okay with. If there was a, f I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't true open world because true open world just yeah sure that'd be realistic, but also really wouldn't work as a game. Mm -hmm. It'd make it feel more like an MMO at that point, yeah. right? Like oh, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the Rathalos timer to see like the respawn rate of Rathalos, like. Uh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but um, I guess a really good question to ask both of you would be um, if there was uh, an original thematic, um, I don't want to say gimmick, but like uh, some sort of like a signature mechanic for 
the next generation of uh, Monster Hunter games would be for Switch. What do you guys think would be um, probably the most interesting one that you guys could come up with? You know, that would make it stand apart from some of the other ones. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, that's that's a good question. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hmm. Um, I would say take away the clutch claw yes. affecting mm-hmm. wounding parts. Yes, please. Um, the clutch claw is fine-ish, okay-ish. I just don't like that the breaking parts is tied to it now. Mm. Um, I really hate that. Um, so I want to see. I, uh, uh, you know what? Take a, take away the clutch claw. So instead of like, and then keep the mounting. But I I, I want to say, do something that sort of replaces, like basically fixes the clutch claw mm. but in a way that like. So you could uh, maybe still be able to bonk the monster or something, but maybe like you can hang on to the monster or something. Ooh. Like like hey, I'm gonna gr- I'm gonna grab its leg. And stab its leg, like, you know, like when you're climbing something and you use that basically unused climbing attack. Yeah. But, but like, if you're, if you're getting rid of the clutch claw, are you getting rid of the slinger or are you keeping the slinger? Because Ooh. in my mind, it's like, I'd like to get rid of the clutch claw, keep the slinger so you can ram the monsters into walls because that's kind I'd of probably, fun. But then couldn't you I, make it so that the weapons actually like wound properly like the clutch claw? Like if you hit something all the yes. time... Is it not like I would have thought that would make more sense? Get get if you're hitting the leg all the time, over the time it wounds the leg. Oh no, I'm with you on that. That's that's actually a much better way to get. No, I would not get rid of the slinger. I think the slinger itself was was a good idea yeah. because there's a better way to interact with items, especially yeah. flash pods and that kind of stuff. Um, mm. And that was it was good in base world. Uh, like that. I, I liked. I used it a lot. I used the radial menu a lot. Oh, I use the radial menu stuff. all the time. It's <laughs> funny, it really yes. convenient. Oh, yeah. it is so good. My brother hates it. He he still goes by the item bar because he just he fat fingers the 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 radial menu. Oh my! All the time. Oh He's like, God. I don't like it. Oh, well, it can be kind of finicky. It can it can be finicky. So oh. I understand that because I've had to I've had to hit potion twice a couple times and I'm like no I needed it now I needed it now <laughs> um, but like uh, I yeah like basically grab on to the to the leg and you could do like a, a stabbing animation or something maybe with your weapon or maybe just the hunting knife like I think the hunting knife they don't do a lot with it and they should they do it in the mounting. Because they they say that it's like it's the most unbreakable and and like best steel ever, and I never use it. Yeah. Like, like lore wise, it's supposed to be this like, you know, like when you become a hunter, it's like your thing. Like you don't lose this. This is what makes you a hunter is your carving knife, and um, it's supposed to be like unbreakable and stuff. I was like, I would totally use that to stab a monster. Like in the tendon and knock them down. Like I would do that. Oh, that would be a thing. Now that would actually be a really good feature. Make it so that when you're using a clutch claw and you do an attack, make it so that you use the knife to get like maybe a flinch or to topple the monster, or even make it so that um, that part, if it's wounded, um, it has a part breaker feature rather than tenderizing it because. In my mind, I feel like the tenderization mechanic is maybe um, 
it kind of pushes things maybe a little too far where now it's kind of more of the mandate to try and weaken parts and that way you're actually getting the DPS in. I've noticed that with Safi Jiva, yeah. it's, it, it, it really is a very taxing mechanic where you have where you have to constantly tenderize parts and you got 90 seconds before that part, you know, goes back to its normal state where everything bounces off um, completely. Um, that was something that I'm not a There's... fan of entirely. Um, yeah. I think that maybe if they make it so that it has like a part breaker mechanic where it becomes much easier to break those parts. So in that way you can get those uh, materials. That no, 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 need. no. Don't, don't mess with that. I still run part breaker three. Don't, oh, no, don't no, no. make it harder oh, no, 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 to no. break parts. I'm not saying uh, get rid of part breaker. <laughs> Please, no. I'm saying it. You could you could stack those two abilities together. Like you could you could put part breaker on your set, and then you could also weaken the monster part. So then that way it's easier to break. Mm. So if you combine the two, it could actually be a lot easier to farm yeah, things. But it doesn't but necessarily that's, affect that's your what damage I don't... output. You know what I mean? Like because I think that would probably be a good mechanic. That's what I don't. That's what I don't like, is you used to be able to break things in base world without clutching on, without weakening. Mm -hmm. You could break things. There's an outright, there was an outright bug, I don't know if you knew about this, Wolfie, because I, I think you weren't playing too much right when Iceborne came out. Uh, there was an outright bug until the first patch that Kushala Deora's G-rank horns were unbreakable. You could even wound them, and they were unbreakable. <laughs> they made them so hard to break that you could not break them. Like, it was actually under circum... They said under certain circumstances in the official patch, patch notes that you could not break Kushala Deora horns. And you need them for certain armors and weapons. And, like, that's... I will never advocate for, hey, let's make it harder to break a part because you need to do this mechanic to break it. No, just hit it more often. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's what I want. I don't want you to have to jump on the monster and do something special to that part so I can break it now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... That's been something in the game since Monster Hunter 1 is breaking heads and cutting off tails. Yeah. Like, well, they may not have had breaking wings or legs or that kind of stuff back then, but they you could always break a head and cut off a tail, at least on a Rathalus. I would say, um, yeah, uh, I would say do not really, like, play around with the thresholds um, at all. I would like it if they stayed the same. But maybe introduce that mechanic to make it a little bit more interesting. Maybe have it so it doesn't really affect the flinching too much. Um, but if it did, if it did have like a like a a slight part breaker ability where maybe it increased your odds like maybe five percent, I don't know. Maybe then it wouldn't be like too broken. Um, it would probably be just slight. Um, Maybe make it so that, you know, you could guarantee maybe a flinch or a topple if the monster was, like, not enraged. Because um, that would kind of make sense. Because, I mean, like, it, if a monster is, like, really angry and it's all pumped up and full of adrenaline, it's not really going to acknowledge pain as much because uh, I, I don't know what it is about adrenaline, but, you know, it affects the receptors in some ways. Like, um, uh, like, uh, 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 what was it? Um, there was a thing that I saw where uh, um, a mother was uh, was able to like lift a car to uh, to you know get her kid yeah. from, you know get her kid out from underneath it because uh, she was you know she was just so pumped full of adrenaline and so I was thinking well you could do that I guess with with monsters kind of like how they did with the uh, with the clutch claws um, slinger burst where you can't really but send they a are, you can't the wall yeah you cliff. can't in in like 
fling them into a wall if they're enraged. You have to like wait till they calm mm-hmm. down. Yeah, exactly. They, they already have that with the enraged mechanic, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, like, if they if they were to maybe introduce a mechanic where it would be like you know like maybe just a slight easier chance of maybe being able to break par- certain parts or to be able to flinch a monster when they're not angry, I don't think that that would be too busted. Um, I think that would be pretty fair. You know what? You know what every monster needs in, in Monster Hunter mm-hmm. Six now. They all need their own form of eschaton judgment. No! No, 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 <laughs> Oh, God. God help us all if that happens. Yeah, Cuckoo just all of a sudden just... They bleep. all have a timer. You didn't beat it in five minutes. You're oh, dead. Oh, great. Oh, now we all have to be time attackers, or otherwise Yank Cuckoo just comes in. They're all like Sharknado 2 with the flaming tornadoes just everywhere. We're all like, when did it get Kushala You're powers? You're obsessed with this Sharknado. Just spits out a giant... What is with you in Sharknado? spits out a giant conchu, and the whole map explodes, and you just die. Oh! But like the Sharish Valda <laughs> thing, but instead of it being a ball of, of like, air or energy, it's just a oh, big conchu. No. That just flops onto the ground. Or it's just like Majora's Mask, the moon, it just comes in, it's like, you have three days before this conchu crashes (laughs) into the planet, and all life as we know it is gone. Oh my goodness. That's (laughs) hilarious. I never got the conchu hate. People were like, ah, it makes the monsters bounce, and they knock you off of stuff, and I'm like, it's just a different form of bullfango. (laughs) The tripping. It's the tripping. Yeah, they're annoying. It's very annoying. I never had a problem with it. I mean, I guess I played Charge Blade and I would guard point him and kill him. Like, I don't know. Have you never had I, to do it's... an egg run? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, good I'm the guy who who completes everything in a quest before I go on to the urgent. I do every quest before I move on to the urgent. I don't do the key quests. Up. I highly recommend watching NCH's, I think it was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate video on the yes, egg quests. Yes, I've seen oh, it. Oh, good gravy, it was so funny, mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> when the person just comes in with the egg and he's like, what? Who puts a rock right in the middle of my way? And then all of a sudden just this monster comes in from behind, squeak! <laughs> tickles them and then they drop the egg. No! Rage quit. <laughs> well, Egg carrying is so much easier and not required. I don't think there is an egg carrying quest. Well, there's a couple actually. There's a, there's a stone carrying quest and yeah, spring. there's a hot spring. Uh, stone they're, one. They're, yeah, they're few and far between in world. Um, I would love to be on this all day, Morg, but I do have to get going. Yeah. Okay, kids to feed and whatnot. <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta get my lunch. <laughs> yeah, late yeah. lunch, but. Um, but uh, thank you, Wolfie, for coming on. Thank you for taking time out of your vacation to talk to <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, you're very welcome, guys. It was really good fun, as always. Yeah, no, this was great. And uh, get back into some Monster Hunter, because we've, we've been avoiding... Mo- we're well, not really avoiding. We haven't got into a lot of Monster co- Hunter content uh, on the show lately, because, mm-hmm. you know, we do general gaming and stuff now. So I, I'm, I'm glad to get back to some form, especially with the Latreon. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's been it's been a wild ride, <laughs> <laughs> like scarred like everything else this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scarred for the experience. <laughs> twenty twenty is official G rank year. Yes, yeah. it is. There you go. Definitely. Alrighty. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, thank you everyone for listening. Um, this is Fortuan. You can catch me at Hunter Subbot on Twitter. Um, still working on the Terror Bird article for D and D. 
So if you're interested in Terror Birds and want to see how they work in D&D, that's coming out at some point. I'm still working on it. It's been like four weeks now. Like four episodes I've talked about it. But hey, there you go. Uh, and then also, uh, we took a break from the D&D thing, but we'll be back, we'll be back to recording Tuesday. A mm-hmm. um, lot, of, lot of things came up, uh, unfortunately, in the unfortunate category, so... Anyways, um, thanks, guys, and I'll see you next quest. And Morg, where will you be on that quest? Well, you guys can always find me on Twitter, like we always do, at MorganHay3. Um, I'm probably going to be posting more of my uh, sillier uh, Iceborne uh, videos, like uh, the recent ones. Oh, yeah, like you blasting my brother out of the sky. That was fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that was really fun. <laughs> you know, artillery heavy bowgun is, it, 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 it's really the answer to every weapon that just trips you like crazy. For example, insect glaive or long sword or dual blades. I mean, you just blow them up and then, you know, they're not in your hair anymore. But <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. I'm kidding. To be but, fair, uh, you were like 30 feet away and not being tripped. Well, I was using clusters. And then I mean, you, you know, I, I'm in love with those. The yeah. Clusters are so fun to use. That and was, I'm like, yes. That was so Now you us. know my pain. And I'm just blowing up the monster, doing all the damage. And everybody's like, come on, just let me have a turn already. And then I'm watching long, <laughs> long sword players just get blown up, just flying everywhere. Oh, no. Meanwhile, I'm like, yes, the DPS is all mine. Boom, boom, boom. But, um. Yeah, I'm probably going to be posting more content like I always do. Like, uh, we managed to dunk a, a, a Furious Rajang, which was the funniest thing you've ever seen. If you've ever seen videos of, like, pit bulls, like, you know, flying in the air before they, you know, fall into a pool with their little legs all over the place, that was a Rajang just the other day, and it was hilarious. Hmm. Um... Yeah. So yeah, if you if you guys uh, stay tuned, you can probably find uh, more hilarious content that I'll be posting. You know, as as I always do. And Wolfie, where can we find you? Yeah. So if any of you guys are interested in listening to some crazy piano stuff, I've just recorded the Alatreon theme on piano. So if you are up for a bit of uh, spookiness, then you can find me on. YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and just search for Wolfie Melon. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Well, thanks again, Wolfie, for coming on and um, have a wonderful rest of your vacation. Thank you very much. <laughs> back to Germany! <laughs> which seems fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still here. I've got a week, I've got a week left in England, so... <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Later, yep, guys. Take care. Bye. <laughs>